Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with the three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes. To voices that glow, thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. From the Berkshires to the Sound, from wherever you live in MLB America, this is Inside the Parker. You give us 22 minutes and we'll give you the scoop on Major League Baseball. Now here's Baseball Hall of Fame voter number 83, Rob Parker. Welcome into the podcast. I'm your host, Rob Parker. What a show we have for you today as we get ready to wrap up the Major League Baseball regular season, former outfielder and first baseman Nick Swisher, he drops by, can't wait for that. Plus, Ahmad Hicks, a sportscaster in St. Louis who covers one of the hottest teams in baseball, I should say the hottest, all that and much more. Let's go. To lead off, it's getting robbed. And keep him up. Rob's hot take on the three biggest stories in Major League Baseball. Number one, the St. Louis Cardinals. I I don't even know where to start. I've always said this. St. Louis is the baseball capital of the United States. It really is for a city that size. They sell three million baseball tickets every year. They've run two football teams, NFL teams out of the city. All they care about are the Cardinals and the Blues and especially the Cardinals. If you've ever been to a game, I was there this summer 
Everybody wears red. Everybody's in. And man, have the Cardinals delivered for their fan base with this unheard of 17-game winning streak going into Wednesday. They just seem like they can't lose. They've done everything. Timely hitting, uh, making plays defensively, getting good pitching. Just a well-rounded team. I don't think anybody expected this from St. Louis. Um, They look dead in the water. I thought this was going to be a playoff race between uh, Cincinnati and San Diego. And out of nowhere, they clinch the second wild card spot in the National League. Hats off to St. Louis. Hats off to the Cardinals. Number two. Here's my open letter to Yankees GM Brian Cashman. We were wrong. And I'm talking about Yankee fans. They were bellyaching when you went and got Giancarlo Stanton from the Miami Marlins. A big right-handed home run hitter playing at Yankee Stadium. And then when the guy couldn't stay healthy, everybody was saying, this was a waste. It was a bad deal. It didn't make any sense. And now look at Stanton. He has been raking. What a pleasure to watch. Don't forget. He had those big home runs in the postseason last year. He had five home runs in four games. And now, going into Wednesday, he has been a man on the mission, hitting big home runs for the Yankees. On Tuesday night, with the Yankees up 3-2, to he had a big three-run home run against Toronto to put the game away. And he has now hit home runs in his last four games. And in that span, has 13 RBIs. He has been everything that you could have imagined. The big home runs. His at-bats look good. He's healthy finally. When This is what I think New Yorkers and Yankee fans have been waiting for. But uh, he looks good in a pinstripe uniform. So I'm sure Yankee fans have uh, forgiven all the missteps and the injuries and are loving every single minute of this. Number three. Bravo to Shohei Otani. I know that Joe Madden, the manager of the Angels, was doing damage control on Wednesday. No, no. Shohei's not saying he wants to leave L.A. and leave the Angels or anything like that. But he did say he's about winning. And if you're an Angels fan, you got to love the words that came out of Otani's mouth. Because it's great to put up numbers. It's great to be a modern-day Babe Ruth and pitch and excel and hit home runs and all that. But it is about winning. And he's saying, hey, he's here to win. And to have Mike Trout and Otani on the same team and the same lineup and not have the pitching that that you need in order to compete and uh, not make the playoffs yet again, I think he sent a message to ownership that they need to pick up some pitching, whether it's via trades or free agency. But uh, his message resonated, no doubt about it. So I love to hear players talk about winning. Here comes the big interview. Listen and learn. Oh, it's so good. All right, now let's welcome into the podcast Nick Swisher, one of my favorite people, of course, who won a World Series with the New York Yankees in 2009, an outfielder, first baseman, hit 245 career home runs. What up, Nick? How you doing? Yo, Big Rob, what's good, my man? How you doing? Man, all good, excited, ready for the playoffs. What a baseball season. And 
You're the perfect guy to, to pepper with a couple questions here. Here we go. I'm ready. All right. The Yankees. What people we've seen them bash the ball. Your former team. They got some some giants hitting home runs left and right. <laughs> but their pitching, though, Nick, is the, what's surprising. They have the fourth best ERA in all of Major League Baseball, and Garrett Cole has a chance to win the Cy Young. Tell me about the Yankees pitching, and do you think Garrett Cole, uh, who pitched on Wednesday night, uh, has a chance to win that Cy Young? Yeah, well, he's got one more start left, right? One more start for his for his Cy Young bid. Uh, you know, you got Robbie Ray coming pitching the last game of the season, or uh, I think he pitches on Sunday um, uh, for his last bid. But at the end of the day, listen, you're talking about. Uh, a staff that really, really pulled themselves together this year. Listen, you know, with the injury with Corey Kluber at the beginning of the season, you know, he's healthy. He's back now. You know, Garrett Cole has been the anchor all season long, in my mind. Definitely Cy Young candidate for sure. But I think the, you know, surprising guys, maybe like, you know, nasty Nestor Cortez. He's been absolutely filthy, coming from all different angles, giving you a little Johnny Cueto look on the mound, pausing, kind of lifting his leg up high like Warren Spawn. Uh, I, I think for him, he's done a tremendous job. I really, really appreciate what he's done, really filling some voids, filling some innings. And the back end of the, uh, of the Yankees' bullpen knows exactly what they're doing. Araldis Chapman went through a little bit of a roller coaster season this year, but seems like he's back. He's back to being Chappie that we all know and love. And anytime you give him the ball in the ninth inning with a lead, you're feeling pretty good about your chances. What about the Padres? I picked them to be in the World Series. I love the team, love the pitching that they picked up in the offseason, Nick. Had some injuries. Their pitching was hurt. Tatis in and out of the lineup. What what went wrong? They just melted down in the second half. Yeah, it, it was crazy. I mean, I, I saw it just like you. Even the Manny Machado, you know, uh, you know, uh, kind of blow up in the dugout was kind of crazy, right? I don't even know what that right. was all about or or why that had to happen publicly like that. But I mean, wow, you you just don't see that between teammates nowadays. So there had to have been some things that are going on in that locker room. Listen, I mean, if you looked at that team on the paper at the beginning of the year, listen, they were going to challenge the Dodgers. You know, they were going to put it on the Dodgers all season long. I just looked at the standings the other day, and they're 500. Right. Like, that's crazy. That's crazy. That's absolutely good. crazy that that sort of talent produces that. I think they need to look on the inside a little bit. I'm not in that locker room, so I really couldn't tell you. But, I mean, I'm thinking to myself, man, you got Fernando Tatis Jr., one of the best players in the game. you got – you know, great guys in that locker room, you know, like uh, Eric Hosmer and, and, and Tommy Pham. I'm, I'm interested to see, you know, where they're going to go from here because you can't keep spending all that money every year, year in and year out, and not getting any results. And on that note about the team and what's happened, uh, could it possibly have cost Tatis the National League MVP with the meltdown because he, going into Wednesday, Nick, leads the, leads the uh, National League with 41 home runs, 95 RBIs, 282 batting average, and 25 steals. But, but the collapse might, might negate that. Yeah, you know, I don't know, man. I mean, Fernando Tatis Jr. is a bad man, brother. He's so good. I mean, if you're talking about that, the NL race, it's a little more open. Uh, you know, Bryce Harper's having a tremendous year. I think he just clubbed his 34th home run the other night. Um, but, you know, I, I don't know, man. If I was a voter, I'm not looking at that sort of collapse. Uh, I'm looking at what happens on the field. Listen, I, I've always been a big fan of that. Um, listen, you know, it's, it's, it's crazy. They should almost have the best player and then they can have the most valuable player, right? I think it's just all in how you really view that award. If it's, 
the most valuable to your specific team, uh, then you know Bryce Harper really kind of puts himself up there. But if you're talking about one of the best players, uh, it's hard not to say Fernando Tatis with the power and the speed. It's hard not to say that he wouldn't deserve that award. Our guest is Nick Swisher, who, of course, broke in with the Oakland A's in 2004, played for the White Sox, the Yankees, the Indians, and Braves, All-Star in 2010. What about the Dodgers? Even if they aren't able to catch the Giants and they get in as a wild card, with Max Scherzer, who has a 1.32 ERA in September and 15 <laughs> wins, they're still the favorite going in, right, if they can get past the wild card round? Yeah, and by the way, I don't think, you know, being a wild card team is such a bad thing. I think it's a, a crazy percentage of teams uh, over the last, you know, 5, 10, 15 years uh, that have come out of that wild card. And that's because when you're playing wild card baseball, you're playing playoff baseball. Every single night is a must-win situation. You're talking about the Los Angeles Dodgers that are going to win 104, 105 games, and they're going to have to play a one-game playoff? That's absolutely crazy to me. I think for them, I mean, there, there's got to be some sort of rule. Like, if you win 100 games, right. you're automatically <laughs> in the playoffs. You know what I mean? That's right. absolutely not even fair. But if you look at that team, you know, I, I, I still, in my mind, I still don't think we're giving San Francisco Giants enough love, right? We're not no. giving them enough credit, man. The fact that they are absolutely just destroying the league, and we're not even talking about them. It's absolutely crazy. Uh, what Gabe Kapler and, and, and his squad is doing over there uh, is absolutely amazing, man. A very unselfish squad. Uh, and I'm really, really excited to see what they're going to be, be able to do in the playoffs. All right, and one last thing, talking about giving them love, the Seattle Mariners will not go away. I mean, <laughs> No doubt, man. Do Nick, you believe, they could, right? They do you could, believe they could, Seattle? They could sneak in. They're uh, Going into Wednesday, they were only one game out of the second wild card spot. The Yankees have the first one. There's the Blue Jays. There's uh, the Red Sox, but Seattle's there. Would that be something if they were to push those two teams out? That would be. I mean, talk about a, a, a come from behind, right? Uh, just the slow and steady uh, tortoise wins the race. Uh, nothing really special with Seattle's lineup. Uh, but for the season that they've had, listen, it seems like baseball in the AL West is back. You know, you got the Astros, you've got uh, the Oakland Athletics, and now all of a sudden the Seattle Mariners are putting themselves back in contention. Uh, there is something to be said with culture. Uh, and you know, for what they're doing over there, man, up in the north, in the northwest, it it seems to be working, man. I mean, you know, Rick, I mean, listen, you know me, man. I'm rooting for my Yankees, bro. I don't care who right. else gets in. I right? know. So I think just at this moment right now, it's so great to see baseball back right now. Stadiums are packed. Every game is meaningful. Um, and you know, like I was talking about before, there's something to be said about having that momentum going into the playoffs, right? not coasting in, right, having to scratch and claw uh, your way into that postseason because once you get there, you've been battling like this for the last month. It's nothing different. Uh, so I think for a lot of these squads, man, it's going to be interesting. That wild card game uh, is going to be something to watch. No doubt. His name is Nick Swisher, one of the best in the business. We appreciate you as always, Nick. And I can't wait for the postseason and the World Series. I'm with you. Oh, man, me too, Rob. I mean, we got football going on, man. We got some playoff baseball. Let's get it, baby. I'm ready. Let's, let's do it. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. It's time for the Pocket Protector Central. The analytic numbers you need to know... Well, maybe. Anthony Masterson is his name. 
BS Analytics is his game. What do you got for me, Anthony? There's been a lot of ink spilled in recent weeks about who the AL MVP will be. Spoiler alert, it'll be Otani. But what about the senior circuit? As the final week of the regular season has arrived, it seems like what was once a foregone conclusion has become a three-horse race. The Padres were baseball's darlings for about four months, and their vibrant young star Fernando Tatis Jr. was their face. But even as the Padres' ship has run aground in the last two months, Tatis is still putting up incredible numbers. He leads the circuit with 41 homers, has stolen 25 bases, and owns a 987 OPS. In fact, only three players ever have hit 40 bombs and stolen 25 bags at age 22 or younger, Tatis, Ronald Acuna Jr., and Alex Rodriguez. But with the Padres slump, new contenders have emerged. Namely, former MVP Bryce Harper. The Philly star has surged in the second half, hitting 347 with a 1225 OPS and 19 home runs. He leads the league in slugging and OPS as the Phillies enter the final week two and a half games back of first. And yet, the childish Bambino Juan Soto might steal it all. Like Harper, Soto has come alive since the break, hitting 369 with a ludicrous 542 on base percentage and a 1224 OPS. His 7.2 wins above replacement also paces the league, by the way. Is a real possibility that both MVPs could come from teams that miss out on the postseason, which hasn't happened since 1987 when Andre Dawson and George Bell took home the hardware. The final week could truly decide it all. And what that ball is. It was a big week in the big leagues. Who's up? Who's up? I don't believe it. My oh my. Is it foul or is it fair? And now, from MLBBro.com, here's J.R. Gamble. The St. Louis Cardinals clinched the second NL wildcard spot as their win streak hit 17 on Tuesday night, having one of the greatest runs by a team in Major League Baseball. Timely hitting and pristine defense has been the key. But J.R., is it foul or is it fair to call the St. Louis Cardinals a serious World Series contender. That's fair. It's a fair ball. On September 11th, the start of the St. Louis Cardinals 17-game win streak, Fangraph gave them a 5% chance of making the postseason. And then they started playing baseball and real baseball, pitching to contact, clutch hits, tremendous defense, Nolan Arenado and Paul Goldschmidt have given the offense two consistent killers in the lineup. And the emergence of Tyler O'Neill has also helped. St. Louis always tends to find these late sleeper players that help them on their World Series runs. Defensively, you couldn't have two better guys at the corner than Goldie and Arenado. The Cardinals had the worst infield in baseball in 2018 before adding Goldie and Arenado. Also, the best defensive outfields usually win championships. At least, that's been the case the last two seasons as the Dodgers and Nationals in 2019 ranked first in outfield outs above average. That's how many outs a player has saved. The last five champions, in fact, going back to 2016 Chicago Cubs World Series, breaking that long 108-year drought, they were all top 10 in outfield OAA, and the Cardinals are sixth this year. So that says World Series contender to me. 
Adding some championship veteran arms and Adam Wainwright who keeps the ball on the ground and in the park and at the trade line going and getting John Lester who's had some big games in clutch spots and veteran arm AJ Hat. That's genius. And then you have the black ace, Jack Flaherty. He's the wild card, the X factor. Because when healthy, and he is right now, he's a shutdown performer. Remember, he started this season 8-1 and one before getting hurt. So if you ask me, are the Cardinals legitimate World Series contenders? I'd say St. Louis is a problem, a big problem. Take out the papers in the trash. Yeah. It's time for Trash Talk Twitter. Twitter, Twitter. Your chance to trash anyone or anything in Major League Baseball. This week we got two trashes. They were so good I couldn't pick one. First one comes from at Mike from OC, and he tweeted me this, Art Moreno for letting us down again for the seventh year in a row. No damn pitching to surround two iconic players. So he's not happy. And here's the second one. It comes from at OGA1CEE, and he tweeted me this, I'm trashing David Bell for the Reds choking down the stretch. Total lackluster effort in a playoff race. And he's back for two more years? Not sure what direction they're going to try to go. (laughs) There you have it. We had two winners this week on Trash Talking. If you want to tweet me and be on the podcast, hit me up at Rob Parker FS1. When Rob was a newspaper columnist, he lived by this motto. If I'm writing, I'm ripping. Let's bring in a writer or broadcaster, old or new. All right, now let's welcome into the podcast a friend of mine, Ahmad Hicks from KSDK in St. Louis, one of the best sportscasters in town, and he follows the St. Louis Cardinals. Ahmad, welcome to the podcast, my man. Thanks for having me on. I'm glad to be here. No doubt. What an amazing streak. Going into Wednesday, they had won 17 games in a row. How amazing has it been uh, to watch this? I mean, it's been pretty remarkable, Rob, that you think about it. On August 8th, the Cardinals had a 1.3% chance to make it to the playoffs. And here they are a month and a half later, and they've clinched the second wildcard spot and have a legitimate chance to do some damage. So it's pretty crazy to think about. What about the fans? I've always said that St. Louis is the baseball capital of the United States. I've said that because they draw 3 million people every year. It's not a big city, you know, like New York or Chicago or L.A., and everybody wears red. How are the fans uh, reacting to this? I think they are ecstatic. I mean, this is a, a fan base that I think stuck it to the Cardinals earlier this year. And when it came to attendance, normally they're top three, averaging 42, 43,000 fans per game. This year they were only averaging roughly 25,000, partly due to COVID. But I think this is a, a fan base that was letting the front office know you haven't put a good product on the field. We're not going to support you right now. And now that the Cardinals are winning, they're back. They're letting them know we're happy with what we see. And uh, they're believers all over again. It's pretty amazing. Our guest is Ahmad Hicks from KSDK in St. Louis. And uh, what were the realistic expectations? You talked about the fans being unhappy. And, you know, when I saw you this summer in St. Louis uh, at the game, you know, uh, they were floundering and, and, and 
I don't think people thought of playoffs. So what were the expectations? I think coming into this season, everybody expected the playoffs, especially after the Cardinals got Nolan Arenado. So, I mean, everybody had high hopes. We all thought here at the station they would win 90-plus games. This would be the top team in the NL Central, but that was far from the case as the Brewers ran away with this. But I think now we've shown that we are the best team in our division. We just – you know, had such a big hole to climb out of. But I think right now everybody's expecting them to beat the Dodgers or Giants, just like we had high hopes coming into the season. They have high hopes for the postseason now. How about the biggest surprise on the offense? You mentioned Arenado. Uh, who Who was it for the Cardinals? I think the guys that the guys we needed to stand out did that. Nolan Arenado, Paul Goldschmidt, Tyler O'Neill, all those guys have 30 plus home runs. But I think the one guy who we don't talk enough about is Harrison Bader. This is a guy who struggled recently and especially in past years with strikeouts and his batting average. But now in 98 games this year, he's batting 270, has 49 runs driven in and 15 home runs. This guy has been playing like a man possessed and it's really helped the Cardinals out right now. All right, here we go. Now, the big question, does this team have enough pitching to win the World Series? The Cardinals, uh, other than the Yankees, no other franchise has won uh, more championships. So people in St. Louis are all about championships. Can this team win a championship and if there's enough pitching there? I think it depends on what Wayno, uh, what Adam Wainwright and John Lester you get. Because hear, hear me out on this. We have a pretty old starting rotation, but these guys have a lot of experience in Miles Michaelis, Jay Happ, and Wainwright and John Lester. I think those guys can get the job done. And the added bonus for the Cardinals is Jack Flaherty and Dakota Hudson. Both of these guys are starting pitchers. They were dealing with injuries all season long. They're coming back. Jordan Hicks is making some starting, um, he's making some starts in our AAA organization in Memphis right now some rehab starts so our bullpen looks a lot better than it did at the beginning of the season because we have starters who possibly won't be starting in the postseason if we make it and they can go to the bullpen so I think they have all the tools necessary to win a World Series this year all right his name is Ahmad Hicks my friend my buddy from uh, KSDK in St. Louis and uh, Ahmad thanks so much for the insight we appreciate you Rob thanks for having me on I look forward to this next time now bring in the closer. Track one. Track two. Track three. Here's why MLB is better than the NFL or NBA. And it isn't even close. Reason number 5,000 why baseball is better than the NBA and the NFL. Just listen to the radio. Listen to the broadcast of the games. I know people think uh, the announcers get excited when they're calling football or basketball, but but not as exciting as baseball. And, and you know what? Baseball play-by-play can be so exciting that you can actually listen in another language and still get goosebumps, still feel good about it. Listen to my man in New York, Ricky Ricardo, who does the Yankees games on the Spanish language station. Swing. Ahí va, por el espino, olvídala, esa bola cae en la, en la calle. Esa se va, se va, se fue. Oh, qué batazo de Stanton. Salió del Fenway Park. Un gran salami para Giancarlo. Échale sazón. Eso es un jorrón. El número 33, completamente 
fuera de Fenway Park para Giancarlo Stanton y el salami pone los Yankees adelante, 5 por 2. ¡Wow! ¡Qué batazo de Stanton! ¡Una Stanton helada! Oh, el décimo de su carrera con las bases llenas. Y a Carlos no esperó. Hernández vino buscando la zona del strike y le pescó una. In the words of New York TV legend, the late Bill Jorgensen, thanking you for your time this time until next time. Rob Parker, out. He can't get it. This could be an inside to Parker. See you next week. Same bad time, same bad station. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount+, Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the south side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash TheShot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.